Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Trio Talks, the podcast that highlights Mizzou's Trio students and their unique accomplishments. I'm your host, Taylor Estraca, and this week we welcome Kyle Villaverde to the podcast. Keep listening to hear Kyle share a new perspective with us as a first-generation immigrant and first-generation college student on Mizzou's campus. So welcome to the podcast this week. Kyle, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Hello, how y'all doing? Um, I'm Kyle. So my full name is actually Jazzle Andre Kyle Evita Villaverde. Um, I am from the Philippines, born and raised. I got to KC about seven years ago. I've been in the U.S. for seven years now. And I am a freshman. This is my first semester at Mizzou. Yeah, so you mentioned you're from the Philippines, yes. and although it was quite a while ago when you were there, like, do you have any memories from your home country? What was that like? I have a lot. Um, so I actually had a regular childhood, a lot. A lot of people can't say that nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. So like, I was growing growing up, phones weren't really a thing back home. You know, you always had to be outside, and then when the street lights came on, you knew you had to be home type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely definitely fun and it built me as a person that I am today and it's kind of weird because looking back at it it's like I really lived that life before I got here and now I'm here in the U.S. you know I'm, I'm a citizen now and this is weird thinking about it because when I went back like I think it was 2019 the last time we went back mm-hmm. so different it was like oh I don't want to go back here anymore really? <laughs> yeah I don't, like I just visit I don't want to live here anymore mm-hmm. so yeah. okay and so how do you think being an immigrant in the U.S. has kind of like shaped your experiences in terms of like your interests, your passions, the thing you see yourself doing in life? That is a very good question. Um, I think being an immigrant helped me in a lot of ways because like, you know, I had to adapt to not only the culture, but just like the country itself and the way everything is done here. So it was know it was like I had to find something that I wanted to do something I was passionate about I knew I was always passionate about dancing because my parents were professional dancers when I was growing up so I've been doing that my whole life and I wanted to like pursue that for so long but also I didn't find a purpose for it for a while and now that I do I did find a purpose for it like here in Mizzou is like oh this is this is actually going to come true mm-hmm. along with me um i didn't even talk about my major i'm i'm in <laughs> i'm in pre health and professions right now i'm gonna become a physical therapist so i have to get a phd Ooh. So fun. Ooh. Yeah. but um yeah i just feel like in a way being an immigrant or being bilingual mm-hmm. itself can kind of help your knowledge you know i feel like bilingual people are more intelligent in a way because you're always like code switching with yeah. languages and everything you have to translate it this and that like so quick so you could actually understand so that kind of just helped me out with all the interests I had like in high school I was playing basketball soccer volleyball and track I did track too and then I did theater that's what got me into performing mm-hmm. and my parents were like oh you're actually performing now <laughs> this and that I was like yeah I guess so yeah, I, just, I was just really involved in high school. So I think that's really what helped me out to get to where I am right now, which mm-hmm. is here with you, speaking with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so that's like a perfect segue into our next question because like as someone from Missouri, mm-hmm. when I think about like people who come from other countries, I'm always very curious about like, how did you end up in Missouri, first of all? <laughs> and second of all, 
how did you end up at Mizzou? Okay, so I get asked that question a lot. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of my families, they either live in San Diego, Las Vegas, or Reno, or, like, Lake Tahoe. Like bigger cities. Yeah, bigger cities that are, like, all out in the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, so really what kind of got us here, well, my dad, first of all, is my grandma. So my, my late grandma, um, she helped out open this casino back in 1994. It's Harris Casino. In Kansas City, I actually work there now. <laughs> kind of weird because yeah. it's not about you know what you know, it's about who you know is what they always tell me. But basically, they moved from Lake Tahoe all the way out here, and it was back in 2009 when they petitioned my dad from the Philippines, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we live in Missouri." I was like, "What the heck is Missouri? <laughs> I ain't never heard of that before." Yeah, and yeah, we got here. Um, it was April Fool's Day of 2014, is when we got here. It's kind of funny, and it was just like. It was the way I pictured it, but at the same time, it wasn't because United States of America to me is like New York, Las mm-hmm. Vegas, L.A., just like the movies. So when I came here, I was like, that's like a province. <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah. Um, and my uncle actually went here. He was a journalism major, but he went to culinary school as well. So mm-hmm. he's actually an executive chef now. So, yeah, he's, he's in Aspen for a little bit, Aspen, Colorado. Um, but yeah, really we're just led me to Mizzou was the fact that not only was there a lot of people that already I already knew that went here, it was just applying for a lot of schools. Casey Scholars mainly is mm-hmm. what got me interested in Mizzou because although I know a lot of people are going to hate me when I say this, I wanted, I wanted to be a Jayhawk. Mm-hmm. All right? I wanted to go to KU, but now we don't like KU anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was my dream school when I got here, mm-hmm. but it was just like, Financially wise, I wasn't gonna be able to handle it. And yeah, although it was closer to home, technically I was still out of state. So it wasn't gonna work out for me. And then Mizzou, I ended up finding out that there's a physical therapy school here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to Mizzou. You know, yeah. that's, that's really what got me here. <laughs> so you mentioned Casey Scholars. Yes. And that's not something I'm super familiar with, but I know it brings a lot of students to campus. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit more about your experience with being a KC scholar and like how that program that scholarship really does help students from your area okay so KC scholars is just around KC Independence Lee Summit Blue Springs all those places but basically um it'll be around your junior year in high school where they have you apply especially if you're an avid avid would really like push it on to you like apply for this apply for this and the reason why is because it's a fifty thousand dollar scholarship yeah. So you get you get the traditional one, which is the one I have. You can go to any school in Kansas or Missouri, anywhere, literally KU, K-State, uh, most state, Mizzou, yeah. UMKC. And all you have to do is keep a 3.2 GPA um, and they make you write a prompt. So it all depends on your, I guess, class, because our class. Oh, shoot. I should remember the questions. But it was just like, why should we pick you? to receive Casey Scholars and what would you do if we were you were giving Casey Scholars? And I went along the lines of, I think the reason why they should pick me is because I'm really involved and even with my, you know, being involved in school, I'm still able to perform really good academically. And then they're like, what are you gonna do with it? I was like, well, I'm gonna become a physical therapist. And the reason why is because, you know, my late great grandma, if, I, this is what I thought, I, I just said, if. She would have had a physical therapist. I feel like she'd still be alive today, mm-hmm. all that. So that really would just got me into it. But also 
it was tough because you have a lot of competition, like thousands of kids, like there's 1200, I think, just from one area and not even counting all the people like that are living downtown and the prospects and like mm -hmm. all that. So, yeah. And I think they looked at my um, resume. They saw how involved I was from being an athlete to being in student council to doing theater and still helping out at church because I was a leader for my church for the middle schoolers and high school. And they were just like, dang, this kid's doing all this. And then I was working, helping my parents pay mortgage because I'm the only child. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really the main reason. And for all the high school kids out there, make sure y'all get involved before your junior year because junior year is one of the hardest years in high school, even though I want to go back to that year because <laughs> freshman year in college is, ooh, whoo. But yeah. So even a, a more perfect segue than the one you just gave me a few minutes ago. <laughs> um, so I'm curious, like, is there anything that you wish you would have known before you got on campus? So not even as a Casey scholar, not as an immigrant, not as a first gen student, but just in general, like, what do you wish you would have known? Oh, that is a tough question. Um, I guess mainly the thing I really would have wanted to know was that there were there were like thousands of programs on campus. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe I'm over exaggerating, but there's like a lot. And, you know, when when you get to campus, you're just like, oh, it's still the same as high school. It's not a lot of doors open for you. But there really is because you could literally try out anything when you get to campus. Like the beginning of the year, I used to go to ASA, the African Association, like um, pro, um, organization, sorry. And we would just literally have game nights, karaoke nights, this and that. And, you know, being able to go to those kind of things, you'll be able to like network yourself. And, you know, if you want, if you want to be able to help with fundraisers, just get your resume, you know, built up, mm -hmm. that's going to help. Um, I have a lot of friends that are in Black Mizzou. So anytime they have any events, I would be there. And then Trio helped out a lot too, you know, because now I have, because um, we had that meeting the other day. It was like the little game that was kind of fun. And I met Tommy. Tommy actually um, sent me an email about like their pre-PT program that they have for sophomores. So now I have that lined up for me. I just have to do good. And yeah, I met a lot of people through there. Um, just being able to network yourself on campus and with all these programs is like something I wish I would have known because mm -hmm. I guess in high school I was already networking myself, but I didn't know it was just like a normal thing for me because I'm, I'm really like an extrovert person and mm -hmm. outgoing so I was like well I guess I'm a natural with this or something yeah. <laughs> so yeah and so before we get out of here I am curious to know do you have any advice for incoming trio students or prospective students to Mizzou's campus um, even students that are currently in the trio program about um, embarking on your college journey um what i would say would be definitely definitely go out there and just do whatever it, it doesn't even matter just do whatever you mm -hmm. know uh get involved and if you are in trio make sure you go to the meetings like today we have the first gen thing make sure y'all are there because i'm not trying to do this final lisa <laughs> told me if everyone goes i'm not we're not doing the final so okay let's do that but also if trio contacts you Anytime soon, which will probably be around April, make sure you check your email because it's, it's a good opportunity. Not only do you get a lot of um, privileges when it gets to tutoring itself and, you know, being able to network, 
excuse me, network yourself even more, you also, you know, make a lot of new friends. And I just feel like to me, Trio is a whole family because Lisa will, she will be behind your back. She got you no matter what. And I'm not even saying this just because I'm praising you, Lisa. I know you're <laughs> going to hear this, but I'm saying because like, I don't want to get too detailed, but if it wasn't for Lisa and Kat, I would probably be back home. I would not be a Mizzou right now. Mm -hmm. So definitely join Trio, um, look into it more. And yeah, just get involved. Have fun while you're at it, you know? Well, Kyle, thank you for joining us on Trio Talks today. Thank you so much for having um, me. And so <laughs> before you go, since you are a first semester freshman, but you've already gotten pretty involved on campus, um, are there any things you'd like to shout out? Maybe any orgs that you're in that are recruiting soon or any events or anything that you're aware of? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, make sure around December during basketball season, y'all stay tuned on ESPN. FYE Mizzou will be performing. Uh, and if you hear this anytime soon, uh, today and tomorrow, Model 3.0, we're having a fundraiser in the Student Center. So make sure y'all go support us. And if you want to be Model 3.0, just let me know or anyone that you know that's a Model 3.0, and we'll get you um, hooked up with our president. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in, listeners. And thank you again, Kyle, for joining us on the podcast this week. This has been Taylor Straka with Trio Talks. If you like what you heard, feel free to tune in on a biweekly basis for new episodes that continue telling the stories of our Trio program's participants. And check out some past episodes. We've got a lot queued up already. Consider following us on social media at Mizzou Trio and have a great week.